It's your girl, Relly, back, episode nine of Press Play. And today we're going to talk about the three different types, in my in my perspective, the three different types of um, attachments you have when it comes to being an artist in the hair industry, the barber industry, the skin industry, whether you do nails, makeup, lashes, um, there's different type of attachments that you have when it comes to um, employment. And this is just, like I said, this is just my personal opinion. Um, and you can take it or leave it. You can take it and put it in your pocket or you can leave it on the corner. It's whatever you want to do. But from being in the industry for about 20 years, I've seen and I've worked in so many different atmospheres and opportunities and it has allowed me to compile some information just to help the kind of new people coming up, kind of show them, you know, make a decision on how you want to play in this world. So the first actual um, attachment or connection would be dependent. So for me, dependent as an artist is meaning that you solely depend on the owner of the establishment to make sure that you eat and get paid. So that would be considered your hourly wage. So I basically come in, I clock in, they provide the products, whatever I need. They provide the clients, they provide the establishment, they provide the opportunity. Now, am I still required to like promote myself? Yeah. But you have a cushion to where you don't have to worry about how am I going to get paid? How am I going to eat? Do I got to do marketing, promotion? Like all of that weight does not fall on your shoulders as an artist. Um, But on the flip side, you have to understand that the money that comes in goes solely to the owner And then they distribute whatever hourly rate that they told you, you guys agreed upon. Um, So it's kind of a catch 22 to the situation. But all three of these situations that I'm talking about, attachments, whatever you want to call them, um, they have their pros and cons. And I tell any artist that's getting in the business or getting back into the business or trying to expand in the business that you have to make a decision based off your needs, your lifestyle on what you need to do. I will say being dependent um, is great for a new artist coming into the business or artists that's kind of struggling financially that needs more support and they really can't do it at the time on their own. Then connecting with a location that offers um, everything to you, that way you really don't have to worry about like, how am I going to eat today? Um, the next attachment is codependent. So for me, that category lives in the commission category. So it's basically saying that the location that you work for, they're going to do their part and you're going to do your part. And you guys are going to split it however you agree upon. But both parties still has something that they have to do in order for it to succeed. And on the flip side, um, the location that you work for, they still provide the building, they provide um, a place for you to work, but you have to do some things on your end too 
to make sure that your your money flow uh, comes in. So it may be promotion to client, you know, for new clients. It may be um, to where you do special events to get well known. But when it's all said and done, there's going to be a commission split, whether it's 60, 40, 50, 50, 70, 30. You decide and the person that you're working for decides what that split um, looks like and you agree to terms. Um, Again, it's pro and con and you got to make the decision on what works for you based off your lifestyle and based off your needs. Um, is it? It's a perk on both ends, dep- depending on the 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 uh, split. Now, if you're dependent on the actual salon, it's going to be more. It's going to be a perk for you because you don't have to worry about you know where I'm, how am I going to get the clients and product and stuff like that. But the benefit is for the owner that does that. Whereas codependency, it's a perk on both ends. And it also depends on the actual negotiation and and what you guys decided upon. The last one is independent. So my independent is going to be like uh, my booth rental people or my salon owners, the owners of the establishment. And this is where you, you take the bulk of the weight on yourself. You have to figure out everything and pay, you know what I'm saying, a, a certain amount to keep your 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 salon suite, your building, um, your booth, whatever going. And if you don't pay that amount, then you're kind of asked out. Um, you have to provide products. You have to make sure that the marketing happens. You have to uh, go look for the clients and do everything to make sure that your business survives and then you can also have artists up underneath you that um you either that are either codependent or dependent upon you the perk financially if it's doing well um you get that perk but if you're struggling then you have the burden of trying to survive So in the industry, I just tell people, you got to decide how you want to play. You got to decide what works for you. You got to decide what your livelihood needs. You got to, if you have kids, um, you got to decide and make sure that that you're able to provide for your kids. Um, If you're single and you just have yourself, then that's a different ballgame. But if you have a certain type of lifestyle that you like to live, then you got to make a decision too. No matter what we do in life as artists, we have to be responsible to sit down and and kind of map out our lives and make a decision on what this future or what things look like. I've also learned to really dedicate myself on not making decisions off my noun um, and really trying to think about the later because sometimes we'll get involved into a situation where it may look sparkly now, but maybe two weeks later, it's like a, a a whole world of chaos and you wish you would have thought it through a little bit more. So like my little tidbits um, when it comes to the podcast is just to help the next person um, on my thoughts on the things that I've seen and the things that I've kind of jotted down amongst my journey and my failures and my successes. So I, I, I'm i so glad that you, you know, 
stop by, listened and played with me. Um, I'll be back. The podcast will will do one every Monday of the week. So just check us out. We'll be on Podbean, YouTube, and we'll also be on the our social media uh, platforms for the playground. So see you guys soon. I hope you guys are out here playing. Rally, welcome back. Press play with Rally. Guess who came back for round number two? What's happening? My little honey, Tony Ellis. Welcome back. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. So tonight we are going to talk about business. Um, last last week we talked about leadership. Oh, and seven p.m. on Mondays we shoot the actual podcast and then we edit and everything and upload so that you can see it. So every Monday, um hopefully you'll see both of us, but if not, you'll see you'll definitely see Relly. Um press play play with Relly. Um so thank you for coming back for this episode, episode number 11. Um again, we're talking about business. Um it's business, not personal. So we tend to sabotage opportunities based off inner emotions that we either don't take care of or think it's important or will affect our journey, and it does. And that's in business, small business, you're starting a business, or it also can affect you when you work for someone in business. Because you have these inner emotions that tend to come out and it's it's not personal. Some of the things that happen to us, um, it's business. So we want to talk tonight about some of the traits um, that we can kind of take care of when it comes to not taking things in business so personal. Um, And I'm glad Tone is back so we can kind of dive into it because... For me, like when I first started in business and working for someone, Lord knows I used to take stuff so personal. It's an attack against me. They trying to sabotage me. They trying to ruin my career. They trying to just do me in and all of that. They trying to mess with my money. And when I take a step back, and he would always tell me too, real. Like, you're taking it too personal. Hey, chill. It's not personal. This is business. This is how business runs. Um, But I didn't see it like that because I had more inner shit that I had to deal with. And everything was just an attack, an attack, an attack. Um, With him, he saw it from a different perspective. Like, he'd be like, yo, chill. It's Like, this is business. So today we're going to kind of dive into that and how you can as a person in business or a person that works for someone that's overly emotional about things, um, how you can kind of take a step back and analyze the situation before you kind of sabotage relationships or burn bridges. So the question I want to ask you first and foremost, like when it comes to working leadership business how are you able to separate the two like how are you able to say oh wait a minute this is not a personal attack against me this may be just something business-wise that I need to understand a bit better um, before I get emotional about it 
Uh, well, I mean, that right there is it's, that's several layers. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you are dealing with your own personal insecurities, then, yeah, a, a lot of stuff may seem like an attack, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it also depends upon, like, your personality. Like, for me, you know, I, I'm i the type of person where I like everybody to like me. So, in mm-hmm. the past, um, I took it as something, part, like, if I can feel negative energy or if I know that this person doesn't like me and I'm the leader or or I'm in whatever capacity yeah if I feel like that person doesn't like me I would sometimes let that drive me to I'm more focused on that person um actually liking me like everybody else instead of focusing on my goal right you know right like this like this person this person is renting space in my head and they're not even thinking about me but I'm concentrating all my focus and attention on that person and it's becoming it, it becomes personal yeah you know instead of you just handling your business you know yeah. and like we we get so self of self-absorbed and self-centered and feel like the whole world revolves around me right and what i think and how i feel when you know something you told me a long time ago it's, it's eight billion people in the world right you know like <laughs> the whole world does not revolve around you no matter how much you think that it should or feel that it is you know so you once you deal with the stuff on the inside it's easy to separate and understand that everybody's not out to get you right you know what i'm saying it's not just <laughs> i'm coming after you are they coming at you are you gonna have some haters yes are you, there's people out there on the internet that are trolls that just live all day just mm-hmm. to heckle and harass you mm-hmm. you gotta know how to decipher that and be able to shake that off and you, you one of the main key components of it is not caring what people think. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, I, internally we all have some type of feeling. You know, as much as I say that I don't care what people think, sometimes, you know, I'm not just going to go outside dressed like a bum just yeah. because I can. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Because I have a, a presentation that I have to present in my mind. Right. It's what I need to do for me. Right not for anybody else you know what i'm saying but you you sometimes you get those wires crossed and you start letting other people control your entire life based off of what they have in their mind for you but right. it's, it's all about you right like you said like you always say the inner the inner me dealing with the inner me is not just enemy. yeah 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 I mean, I mean so you know it's it's a real 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 tough situation and, and like i said a lot of it has to do with you as a person and how you want to live your life, you know, mm-hmm. you you can't like I used to tell tell people you can't you can't give people the the keys to your car. Yeah, you know you can't give nobody the key to your Ferrari. They're gonna drag you. They're gonna drag <laughs> you all day long. So right. you got right. <laughs> you got to focus in and hone in on you and do what yeah. you got to do. And like I said, once you once you do that, you start seeing stuff for what it is, and it, it doesn't bother you. You know, um, like I said, I keep my circle real close. I got my inner circle. You know, my advisors and, and, and my mentors and people that I need around me. Yeah. I, and I don't let too many people in that. So that causes for me, you know, not to take stuff so personal, you know, because, you know, most people are getting fed with a long spoon. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? You can't you can't penetrate my armor because I'm not letting you get that close. Right. You know, so, I mean, like I said, it's it's, it's a whole lot. You know, that, that question, you can go so many different ways with no, it. No, yeah, and I believe you can. And, like, and I say this in two, two folds because we are owners of businesses, but we also have worked for people in leadership roles. And 
in both roles, you have to be very mindful of separating personal for business. Okay, so let's start with just a business. We're, we're talking surface. We're not going to dig deep on this one. We'll probably do a part two. But in business, okay, say for instance, you have a price point for your uh, services or your product. And maybe you have a t-shirt that you're selling for $89.99. And you go to people and you like, hey, you know, this is my t-shirt. What do you think? The price point is $89.99. You'll love it. And then you have, you have 10 people that, yeah, hell yeah, I want to buy it. And then you have two people that are close to you that are like, oh no, you need to change that price point because I feel like your products are too high and I'm not interested in buying it. Now, if it was $25, then I would buy it. But you had 10 people over here that like no question, no nothing, gave you the money, but the two people over here that you kind of care about or they may be family or they may be friends and they're like hawking you because your price point is too high. So you sit and like, okay, let me bring this price point down. That's personal. Business-wise, you had legitimate, like 10 people that purchased that item with no problems. But over here, you took a personal, um, a personal opinion from somebody that you may admire that's in your family, might be a friend, might be just somebody that you've known for a while. And you took that and affected your business and we tend to do that a lot and and that is personal because business wise the 10 people over here make sense and you're gonna make more money the two people over here don't that doesn't make any sense so why did you were you quick to change your price over two people that said hey I don't think you're worth it well you know that that also goes back into what we were talking about last week because those people already know you. Mm. That's why in business, you know, uh, a stranger supports you nine times out of ten more than a family member or someone that knows you. Because like I said, people always want to keep you where they met you, no matter how far you progress from where you were when they met you. So right. so they, they value you. It doesn't matter what you're charging. They value you at $25. Mm. So they're not willing to pay more than what they value you at. So they're basically showing you like your their value your value to them. Exactly. Um so for me, and I've done that before, and I can only speak on this because I've like, oh, okay, well let me let me change this for you and affected myself business wise because I took somebody else's opinion personal and didn't really think about the how it uh, would affect me business-wise. Yeah, you can't think about that because if you got that priced out at 89, you're, you're pricing it out and you got all your numbers in order to make your profit. Make so you're purchasing the merchandise, you're getting the printing, pa packing, shipping, all this stuff is factored into this price mm -hmm. and then you reduce it. Now, if you're not making any profit or you're taking right. a loss to make a sale, which right. isn't business. That's not, and you, so. you're not going to make it. So I had to mentally separate myself from, from some of the people that you love because it's like, again, like you said, you're showing me your, that this is how you value me and you don't. Whereas 10 strangers over here, they value what I've put out and 
it's showing that, okay, I got a good product. So we have to stop allowing people to regulate our business. That's what I'm saying. Like and, you, and, and, and with that, you know, the, the same person that won't purchase your shirt for 89 and wants to buy it for 25 will go broke and spend their last on some for Gucci. $300 Gucci t-shirt. Yeah. Just to say that they got Gucci on. Right. Because they value Gucci. Right. They don't value you because they know you mm. and where you come from. Mm. So they want you. They want you to come down to where they, or, or sometimes they might just don't get it. Mm-hmm. But like I said, when when you want something, You'll find. you figure out a way to get it. Yeah. Like I said, they figured out how to get the Gucci. Mm-hmm. You know, I just watched a video on TikTok. You know, look guy he had on Gucci shirt, Gucci shoe, he Gucci head head to uh, toe, and. The girl was recording him, and mm-hmm. she, he was he was asking her for four dollars, but he mm-hmm. got on Gucci shirt, Gucci shoes. So yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. So, you know, like sometimes people put they got their priorities mixed up. Yeah, and like I said, you can't you can't get up caught caught into people not supporting you that know you because once again, that's personal. Yes, <laughs> you didn't get into business just for your family and friends to support, support you. you. You got into business. To make money and establish your brand. Yes. That has to be your focus. So when you focus on who's not supporting you, you can't concentrate on who is. Who is. So, you know what I'm saying? So that causes you to struggle. And you're stuck in that state of mind. And, and just looking on a, on a day, you, two, two, three days ago, you might have had a thousand in sales. But on the day where you had zero sales, all you're focusing on is the family and friends that don't support you instead of going back and looking at the numbers and understanding what did I do to create Damn. this thousand dollar day yes and how do I repeat what I did so I can have a thousand dollar day Again. every single day yes but instead yes. you're focusing on the negative and yes. not the positive and it's creating negative energy yes and which you can't you grow can't your, feed business. your business you like can't you feed your exactly. business like exactly. that you can't so in that instance and it like what we're talking about is it's a huge topic and I think we might take a couple of episodes to kind of dive into it but what i notice and me personally that we tend to take listen to the people that's close to us and they kind of regulate how we run business when like tone said in our actuality you can't grow your business like that you can't run your business like that and nine times out of ten there's more people that are strangers that'll support you but you're so mentally focused on the people that are not because they're so close to you and because you watch them support other people but it's like you got to take your part that's personal you got to take yourself out of that because i'm trying to grow my brand eventually you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna show up but right now i'm going to focus on the people that love what i do and and grow my brand with or without you and let that be it that's business and that's what multi-million dollar businesses do. It's uh, Amazon, all his family is not the only ones that's supporting him. It's millions of people that are. That's driving there's people, his business. There's people that's probably supporting him now, but when he was in that uh, garage, when he first started, everybody was Probably a few. Yeah, everybody wasn't supporting him, you know, when he was just selling only books. Yeah. You know, people, people was probably laughing at him, joking on it, you know, and then, you know, this guy's like, Billionaire now, supposedly the richest man in the U.S. So, right. You know, I mean, like, what 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 can you say? You got to make know? a decision on what you want. Do you want 
just to be a family oriented business or do you want to be a business and once you make that decision you're going to have to eliminate the personal things that that are sabotaging your business all right Mm -hmm. so we're going to move to working for somebody because not everybody wants to be in business for themselves. some people want to work for someone and maybe go into leadership roles or or maybe just be there um, as an employee how do you separate business and personal when it's that so say for instance um you have a person that's a mentor and you go work for that mentor so now y'all built a, a, a relationship or friendship outside of the business but now i'm working for you and you check me on something you say hey you know can can you come in here real quick because we have a situation and the situation you messed up and we're going to have to rectify the situation well because you have a friendship with that person and it's you and other leaders in the room you take it personal because it's like oh you fronted me you fronted me you fronted me in front of all these people you could have took me to the side and told me about this scenario so we could handle it yeah yeah i mean it's it's, it's always uh rule of thumb and, and leadership most most leaders wouldn't do that you know unless they have an ego issue themselves it's mm. it's it's um you know praise in public reprimand in private um so you know and, and i've been in the situation that you're saying um with um with one of my mentors who took me under the wing taught me business and um you know really helped me out and helped me grow personally um helped me deal with uh, anger issues and all that's the whole key component to it is having a great mentor but when you have a great mentor like you said not being not taking it personal you got to be coachable mm. you know what i'm saying so if the whole point of this person is to mentor you and guide you you have to be able to listen like mm-hmm. the, you know the old saying you got two ears one mouth sometimes shut the fuck up shut the fuck up you know and then is it really like okay like i said with the scenario you in the office y'all have other maybe your leader maybe maybe your employee and maybe another leader has been brought in and you're working for these people and then the leader is brought in is it really them fronting you is it really that you're getting played or you're getting fronted nah, or is it a, just a scenario that said hey we have a challenge and we need to rectify the challenge um and we're game planning on how to do it but now you've completely shut down because now in your mind oh you're trying to front me mm-hmm. and it's like no this is how business is ran like we're having a meeting on how we can rectify this situation. That, exactly. They're not thinking about your personal feelings. They're thinking about the operation of their business. Yes. You you and your feelings or whatever that you're doing can cost my bottom line. So I'm bringing you in here to discuss it so that we can rectify it. Because if we can't rectify it, then you can't be here. And then on that, you get you get fired from a location, which you, you know, you, you guys are close friends, but they tell you, oh, well, this, how you're acting and what you're bringing to this business, we don't need you. So now you've taken that personal. And, and, and I feel like 
as as humans we don't understand that it has to be a separation and once we understand that it's easier to kind of maneuver and interact in certain scenarios and it's, and it's another thing like going back to that self-absorbed self-centered you know you get cocky mm. if you feel that you're good at your, what you do you get cocky and you feel like the business can't run without me mm. i'm so good y'all need me mm-hmm but these businesses don't shut. When you quit, uh, you get fired, whatever, what have you. You know what I'm saying? Like, those businesses continue to run. Yes. They ask for a two-week notice to replace you. And no matter if a That's person is, is a two friend weeks. or is whatever it is, they still have a business that they have to run, like Tom said. So, okay, cool. You can go throw your tantrum. But what we're going to do over here is game plan and figure out a solution to the challenge. And you know, I and I know these are surface scenarios and we could dive so deep into this, but for me it was a like a eye opening self checking situation for me because a lot of times whether it's you in business for yourself or you're working for someone else, how you conduct yourself determines how you're going to elevate and 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 the the way that i always did that is it isn't that didn't matter what company i worked for i treated it as if it was my own business Mm. because i was teaching myself how to be an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. some of y'all just go to work yeah you know what i'm saying so i'm i'm you know i'm penny pinching on everything i'm not wasting stuff i'm because I'm setting myself up for success when I have my own. Right. I'm watching your leadership skills and watching what you do, learning how to communicate with my employees. Mm. Because as a, that- as a leader, you can you can take stuff personal. True. You know what I'm saying? True. That's how loud outbursts happen inside of a facility. And yeah. somebody gets fired in public. And get out, you know. It's because the leader took it personal. True, true. So, every, like we discussed last week, every leader is not perfect. Yeah. Every leader is not supposed to be a leader. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, I mean, stuff like this happens. Yeah. I think just for today, it's just about kind of addressing yourself. Because what I we always talk about certain things. And one thing I know for sure, I can't change him. I can't change nobody else. I can't change a person that's my like leader in a business that I work for. And I can't change the way other people want to interact with a business that I've created. One thing that I can shift is myself and how I choose to engage and interact with people. And one thing I had to learn was really you can't like you don't have to grow some thick skin in this journey because not everything is personal. Sometimes it's just business. And you're going to have to learn how to play the game. And I will say that he's taught me a lot about how to play the game and how to take my emotions out cuz your emotions is messing with the money. Well, it's like I said it's you got to change you as a person sometimes. Mm. You know, she she is naturally just a nice person, and she's a hard worker and does everything the right way. So she just felt like 
everything should fall in place or you should treat me right because of what I do. But mm. once again, like I said, what you do really yeah, doesn't affect is. anybody else. Some people, you can do great things for somebody every single day and they'll never say thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I do it all the time. My mama taught me, you know, my my elders, whoever, a female, oh, you hold the door open. Mm-hmm. You know, I do it all the gas station, wherever I'm at. The, you know, the, people just walk by and won't say nothing, you know. But I can't let that change who I am as a person. Yeah. I can't I can't say, you know, you know, I you know, giving giving to the homeless. You know, I know there's scammers out there. I'm doing what I feel is right. What you do with it, that's on you. I ain't got nothing ain't got nothing to do with me. I don't care. Now, you know, I, I have, you know, one time, you know, they you know, he, he threw my sandwich down and Talk I had to spin food. back around like, hey. Sandwich. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, for real, like, you know, like you can't you can't let what other people do or how how they are they could be having the worst day in the world. Mm-hmm. And you can let that impact your mentality and change how you treat people for the rest of your life because that one person was having a bad day. Yeah. Man, you can't give people, you can't give people that much control over, over your you. life. Yes. Your mind, your life. You can't, you can't let people, man, you got to live your way. And you got to do things your way. And you have to, once you decide to elevate and kind of live your life and row the way you want to row, you going to so much freedom and happiness. It's freedom and happiness, but it, it you're going to realize that everybody ain't gonna roll with you. Yeah, everybody cool. ain't gonna feel the same way. That's cool. In 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 a in a a, a a work atmosphere, you might choose to go left when everybody's going right, and and they might talk about you. You have to be okay with the process of the separation. You have to be okay with saying this is. This is what I'm looking for, and this is where I'm gonna go, and that's just it. So and with at the top. It's, it's, it is sometimes, but that's where you're separating business and personal. Like, if if you don't get anything from the podcast today, is that sometimes your emotions can mess with the money, and sometimes you can't go come back from that. And you have to find a new route, find some new customers, find a new job, find a um, new leadership, find new employees, because you let your emotions take control of the business. Yeah, sometimes those emotions can block your blessings. They can. You can't can't hear what your mentor is telling you and putting you on game to. Yeah. Then you get upset. You know, a couple years later, you're like, man. I should have listened. You know what I'm saying? I should have listened. But, you know, I, it comes from birth. Our parents is teaching us, you know, don't do this. Sometimes you just got to learn it on your own. Yeah. You know, yeah. There's people that's listening to this right now. You know what I'm saying? It's going to take heed to it. And some, you know, you know they're going to come back a couple years later. Man, man, you was right. You, you were know? saying that on the podcast. Man, and listen, I should have listened. That's life, man. That's life that's lessons. Life. But we're just trying to show you through our journeys through our failures, through our come-ups, through our good, through our bad, that some things work and some things don't. And and for me and for him, personal, keeping your personal emotions into everything, it just ain't going to work. So I hope the information helped you out today. Thank you for pressing play on us. 
we will be back next Monday, um, 7 p.m. It's always uploaded to Facebook. And then you can also um, listen to the podcast on Anchor and SoundCloud. And uh, we're adding more platforms as we go along. And give us feedback. Tell us what you think. Um, send us like questions or things that you have that we can kind of respond to. You can send it to Terrell Ellis at PRMYOfficial.com. And don't forget to press play. And uh, shout out to my Niners with that big W. Oh Sorry God. for y'all Cowboy fans. <laughs> Bye, <out>. y'all. <laughs>